Hello there, and welcome to the Feats and Fables 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and chat with us, join us on Twitch from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday nights at Feats and Fables. I'm Paige Lightman, the DM. And I'd like to welcome you to Aglarond. Aglarond is a peaceful pastoral. Our heroes are part of the Forester, elite scouts and rangers charged with defending Aglarond's borders from the evil fascist nation of Thay. Our heroes are heading towards Singing Sands, racing Thay to try and recover an ancient elven artifact. The Red Wizards of Thay wish to warp the artifact for their own evil ends. Currently, our heroes in the mountains in the, of eastern Aglaron heading to a dwarven settlement to seek their aid in finding a shortcut to the Singing Sands. Let's meet our heroes. We have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch night fighter played by Ron Frankie. Currently under a giant bug. We have Wildfire, a Fire Genasi Evoker Wizard, played by Joe Streaky. All I'm saying is that fireballs are going to make it very easy to get to 40 kills. Very easy. <laughs> we have Ross, a Lizard Folk Drake Warden Ranger, played by Coda of Codab Games. Who's Hello, everyone. <laughs> we have Mira, a Water Genasi uh, Cir Circle of the Seamount Druid, played by Dr. Andrew Wong. I just got a paper rejected, and I'm ready to kill a lot of bugs. <laughs> and then we have Silvio, a Stater College of Eloquence Bard, played by Ben Heisler. Here to bravely face against the insects. Who is also wearing our cosplay award of the winning our cosplay award of the evening. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us for our 20th stream of the Heroes of Aglaron. I'm also happy to announce that we're going to do a bonus stream on Saturday, December 18th as part of the Georgia Blue Beholder Benefit. Uh, we'll be able to tell you the exact time uh, closer to the event. And while it will be a standalone episode, it may give you a glimpse into the origins of these, your favorite characters. And the Georgia Blue Beholder Benefit is open to everyone. We'll put the link in chat. So, previously on Feats and Fables, our heroes talked to some friendly Galebder who seemed to believe that Victor was one of them. Some gnomish berry pickers indicated the local dwarves are in the middle of a 40 ogre summer. Uh, any... Apparently, the ogres attack the dwarves most summers when the weather is nice, and any dwarf who can kill 40 of them becomes a clan hero. With summer comes the bugs, and apparently the bugs in Aglaron this time of year are really aggressive. So let's go to our heroes. So uh, let's change the music. We left in the middle of a combat, and it was up to Victor. All right, I will attempt to gain a greater amount of resonance with my fancy magic sword by killing a bug with it. Let's do it. I will great weapon fight and uh, get a 22. That window looks different than I remember. 
Uh, for 22 slashing damage, I believe a 22 hits, if I can remember a week back. That was a lifetime ago, but a 22 hits. Uh, I live! Boo! Bug. All right, your reward will be to be attacked a second time. Second <laughs> time! Your reward for uh, living is paid. I only got a 12 out of the gate, but I will spend the bardic inspiration that Silvio granted me to make that a 17. 17 hits. Excellent. For 23 additional damage. All right. With that, you sever the bug right uh, right at the thorax, and it goes splurched, falls to the ground, spraying slightly used blood and bug guts all over. Let's see. Uh, am I? Is Ross covered in bug guts now? You were under the world's worst pinata. Ugh. And then I, I shall move back, attempting to protect the more feeble members of our group, since these bugs can fly pretty much wherever they wish. It's true. All right. This is bug number red. Bzzz, I have like a 60 foot fly, something ridiculous. Uh, Show it off, why don't you? Yes, I'm gonna. I could have a 60-foot fly, I just don't wanna. <laughs> oh, oh, could you? Could you really? Yes, could. I mean, I could. I could have a 60-foot fly. I, I just don't wanna. I'd rather save those slots for Fireball. Yeah! <laughs> so, uh, speaking of which, Wildfire, I have bad news. What? I, I hate bad news. You are exactly 60 feet away from the bug. So ah! it zooms over the wall of fire and mm. dive bombs uh, and attacks uh, wildfire with great gusto. I'd like it. to point out that I have a ready spell for when a new bug came into vision because I can't see, couldn't see either of them with a wall of fire. This is true. Tell me about it. I would like to proudly announce that I am casting a vicious monitor. Uh, the red one can give unto me a uh, wisdom save. It's the Here pride comes that two points of damage. Oh, yes. Somewhere a number between two and eight points of damage. Hold on to your butts. My heart is a flutter with excitement. A flutter. A flutter, chat. A flutter. Seven points of damage. <laughs> right in the cloaca. Whack of the cloaca. All right. The bug seems unimpressed. Okay. Uh, excellent. In that case, the bug is going to attack Wildfire with a beaky proboscis. Here is my beaky proboscis. And then come the legs. Um, so, Paige, I have, a, uh, I have a treat for this bug because it is choosing to attack a, a, a target that is not me within five feet of me. And okay. how dare it? How dare it? Russ will uh, see that it is going for wildfire and bring his longsword down on its uh, squishy back. I'm going to go squishy back. It's not squishy. It actually has nope, a, definitely a wheel squishy back. heel on its back. You can't convince me otherwise because I rolled a 20. You didn't that roll a 20. Natural. You got a 20. Uh, but 20 will hit. Uh, I am at disadvantage, so I only had a 15 to hit Wildfire Joe. I don't know if you still want a shield. All right, I will take 11 slashing. 
Yes, a 15 is my AC, so I do still want a shield. Yes, thank you. Okay, but that'll now miss with that first... Correct. ...perbosis. All right, so now I have four claws. Uh, do I have advantage or disadvantage for any reason? Anyone? No, it was just the first Anyone? attack, the disadvantage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because of the vicious mockery. Uh, all right, one, two, three, ah, four ah, ah. attacks. Nothing. Joe? They all bounce off my shield. All right. Ooh. You are so lucky. Mira. He's not lucky. He's good. <laughs> and my dice are bad. So Mira bad, can't... I say. <laughs> Mira can't see the yellow bug, right? But Yes, she unless try. you drop the wall of fire. <laughs> nah, you know what? Today, I'm going to... I'm feeling inspired... So I'm gonna I'm gonna use my point of inspiration. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna grope around with my tentacle over there. Sounds like a lot of my dating life. <laughs> and uh, actually, let me make sure I have the correct thing clicked over here. The other thing and the other thing. All right, that is clicked. I'm gonna click this button. Reach out. Try and reach out and touch someone. <clears throat> okay, that's you know like a twenty-one to tentacle somebody. I. A 21 will hit, uh, I think, everyone here. Yes! Maybe uh, not Victor. That particular bug is about to enjoy seven points of tentacle damage. I enjoy them. But more importantly, I will also bring it uh, right up against that wall. Oh, you're casting this on yellow. Yes. You cannot see yellow, darling. So, but I can blind fire with a disadvantage, no? Uh, sure. That's why I did. I was inspired. Oh, the 21 with this. Oh, got it, got it. I yes. see. I see entirely. All right. Yes. You you pull it into the wall. It makes very unhappy bug-like noises. <laughs> I don't really uh, know what those are. but let me, let me see how much unpleasantness it will now enjoy. Uh, let's see here. I, I like to imagine it. it sounds a lot like Baxter Stockman. Who's that? The bug mutant from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was a deep cut. Yeah, I only know the turtles. Yeah, that was, that was really uh, <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, it will enjoy some fire damage because, uh, yeah, it, it, it yeah, entered the be wall. your fire damage, damage, sir. So 5d8 corresponds to 28 points of mid-ocean ridge vent damage. All right. Ooh. Nice. All right, the the bug is making a very unpleasant smell now. Anything else? Mm. That is all for now. All right, Ross, you are I... in Bug Central, sir. Well, um... you are spoiled for choice on bugs. Now, Paige, I I need your ruling on this because I'm okay. not entirely certain how it works. So, in a previous round. I get used a bonus action to give Goose a command to guard Silvio, i.e. take ready an action to attack anything that comes close enough to Silvio. Okay. Is that going to persist until it happens, or if I don't give Goose a turn, she only takes guard? Or if I, I don't give her a command. The, I, I'd have to look at the rules for Drake Warden, I think, and I'll, I'll have to look at it here on the break or something. Okay. That the rules say that if you don't give her a command, she goes to dodge, basically. Sure. Okay. So, 
if that's what they say, then let's let's do that. Okay, I I think that's right. I just wasn't sure if they would persist from round round. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to um. I'm going to use my bonus action to rage. You get mad. I get Real mad. You know what I I don't like is being showered with uh, bug, bug guts. Now, granted, a lot of that rage is probably Victor's fault. But I'm going to take it out on the bugs. <laughs> yeah, you have deep conditioning not to take it out on Victor. That's a that's a real life choice there. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so. I'm going to take my swing. Does an 18 hit the, it red, does. the bug red? Give me some damage. You slice into its soft uh, abdomen for 15 points of damage. Oh, oh, but that's not it. Because as I do, that's not all Goose need. brings down the, the acidic saliva oh. for uh, two points. Two points. All right. She spits a long stream of acid at the bug on your command. Anything else? Unfortunately, I've used my my bonus and my action, and I don't really need to go anywhere. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. All right, <laughs> I want you to be happy. All right, so this is bug number yellow. Ow! I'm in a wall. Uh, I'm going to move to here. I am actually five feet above you, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to attack you, mainly because, well. Move Rude. to here. Yeah, I'm gonna move to here, and then I'm going to attack Mira. No, here is my beaky proboscis. Well, I, I mean, once again, it has chosen not to attack me. That's fine. And here are my four clawsies. All right. Oof, four. That looks like five. Uh, the first one was the proboscis. Oh, all right. Well, only the two claw, two of the claws hit. I well, am... that is certainly a clause for alarm. Oh. Uh, you, you may add up the damage. I leave that as an exercise for the interested role player. Math is hard. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you, so uh, as the bug moves, Ross swings at it. And uh, his blade whistles under it as it dodges out of the way. Silvio. So, riddle me this. Are the two bugs still flying five feet above us? Yes. Perfect. I am going to scoot back in a bit. And then I'm going to play a little ditty. And then let's see if you can dex saves against fairy fire. Dex saves against fairy fire. We can do it, Hugan. Come on. Ooh, fairy fire. Come on, Hugan. We can do it. Here's number uh, red. Yes. And here is number yellow. You're going to get glitter all over your face. Ooh, I don't know who... It's not telling me who did it, but we have just gotten a player inspiration from the... Uh, Ooh. Nice! Woo! All righty. I will that make sure good. they need to use it. <laughs> all right. Number red saved, but number t- uh, yellow did not. Uh, somehow number yellow already has a marker on it, and I no longer remember what it was I think it was dodging. Uh, alright, fairy fire. Blam. There you go. Excellent. Uh, I will scoot back. You know what? I am 
going to continue my move and move up over here if I go here because being too far away means that the rest of the party can't save me. And I am very keen on being saved. Uh, and then Slither will reach out and say, uh, Victor, yes, uh, get in there and, uh, you know, do what you do. I meant to mute myself and I turned off my camera instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do. It's a good thing you're cubed. I do want to point out that there's a wall on the field. Yeah, it's a wall of fire. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just pointing out that you have options. There's a wall on the field. I know how Sylvia feels about walls. Look, look, I'm an earthbender, okay? But this whole firewall is not in my whole stick. Sylvia was not an earthbender. You say that. I'm going to take three levels of monk and get the, the monk elements so that I can just prove you wrong. I await this character path with bated breath. All right, wildfire. Hmm, let's see. Well, Ooh. I got both of these guys in my face. While wildfire, wildfire. Oh, sorry, go ahead. While you, while you're, while you are thinking, uh, I can't help but notice, Paige, that a bug did move within range of Goose. Does her readied action... Oh, no, because... Ah, damn, she's been guarding it. since... Curses! Sorry. Womp, womp. Mira, Mira will, will uh, uh, say to Wildfire, especially since he's right next to him, you know, whatever you're doing, you should you should definitely take a step uh, or two back. Uh, it's too late to save Ross, but uh, for what I have next, you're not <laughs> It's too late to save Ross. From well, overheard in D and D, it's too late to save Ross. Well, uh, Wildfire <laughs> will take his kind friend Mira's suggestion to heart and take a disengage action and get the f out of dodge. I mean, I would be concerned, but I'm not entirely certain that my adrenaline-filled lizard brain can uh, process that statement at the moment. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Literally nothing. Move on so out of there. There's a withdrawal? That's a withdrawal, Joe? That's a withdrawal, yeah. I take a my action to withdraw. All right. See you later, alligator. Uh, Victor. All right. I will with a little bit of hesitancy, move close to where Wildfire vacated. Mirror gives you a nod. That's okay. (laughs) I will practice my upswing. I'll use my personal inspiration that I earned uh, prior to the show and I will great weapon fight uh, number red. I would like to point out for our our at-home audience that the pre-game inspiration was given for Silvio Sass. (laughs) It was good. Undeserved. Undeserved? I believe 19 is a success. Yes, I am just a bug. Alright. And this is number red, right? Yes. So I will take 17 points of damage. I'm fine. By that I mean I'm very bloody. All right, I shall actually we're both bloody. A uh, great weapon fight mm-hmm. again at him. Uh, I will have lots of faith in the D8 that Silvio gives me. Uh, oh no! But that is fine. I will. You get to utilize- keep it. I mean, it doesn't go away. Yes, it is double fine. I get to keep the inspiration, and I will utilize uh, fighter-only tricks. Yeah. And I will action surge. Woohoo! And I'll just keep swinging. Just keep swinging. Just keep swinging. 
Wow. Five is not going to do it, though. That's, uh, I mean, I'll try the D8. Twelve? No. All right. My final swing. Fifteen hits. Uh, all right. Let's try and put this bug out of its misery. Well, you certainly put it out of your misery as you slice it in half, Ooh. and the uh, the pieces fall to the ground, still twitching. Gross. But luckily, not on Ross, because uh, apparently that's where he draws the line. <laughs> no, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> All right. I will uh, post up on the bug for what it's worth. I'm okay. done. Oh, no. Did you have a bonus action attack for killing something? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me honest. <laughs> Bam. You. Oh. And you have advantage I, to hit that one. I'm going to swing again. I might get a crit. Yep. I did not. But still. Yeah. You always <laughs> but still. 18 slashing damage, I think. That also murderates that bug. All right. No. You are alone on the battlefield. Maybe Ross will live another day. <laughs> I'll use my uh, short rest. Or my, uh, sorry, my, um... Second wind. Second wind. I mean, Paige, I'm I'm going to, uh, once I calm down a little bit and do my breathing exercises, uh, get started in actually taking some uh, bits of chitin. <laughs> okay, sure. You harvest up some bug parts. Mira will actually poke among these neatly dissected bugs mm -hmm. and uh, see if she finds anything like, you know, in their stomachs or anything really just about them. She's very curious. Uh, what's up with these bugs? Okay. Uh, you think that they look like assassin bugs? Uh, like very large. Let me put another picture of them on there. Uh, like very large versions of a standard true bug, Hemiptera assassin bug. There we go. Gross. Uh, and they have this distinctive keel on their back that uh, is typical of true bugs. They look like one of the famed uh, monsters of the these this part of Aglarond, where some critters just grow up to unusual size. Normally, they're like an inch long. So we're thinking this was bad luck rather than like war beasts of the giants. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Alright. Hmm. Someone we ran into. And in, in addition to um, what Ross picks off, is there any specific part of the bug that we know we could turn in as proof of death? I mean, you can always take the, the heads. They have kind of... Um, let me put the thing back up there again. They have these narrow, beaky faces with uh, a long proboscis that they stab into things to feed. So you can see it's right there. Are they got, particularly valuable for anything? No. You got any more of those uh, those pixels for this percentage? Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's meant to be a token, not a... <laughs> Sassy goat. Buh. Even if they're not particularly valuable, it might be nice to present the dwarves with as big a stack of heads as possible. Uh, when we meet them, so 
And with that, Ross will begin to dissect the head. Well, no, dissect the head from the body. (laughs) Just kind of crack it off. It's not like you have to deal with an internal skeleton. Work the head, you fool! Work the head! (laughs) Maybe they they have some kind of bounty, so... Yeah. Um... And then I guess we'll head out. Let's do this thing. Yeah, we're... I don't think I don't think we're going to take a short rest. I don't know why we would like to keep going. I was hoping we might be able to enjoy a few minutes longer by this lovely wall. <laughs> it is nice and warm. Like it's a pretty day. Like the temperature's probably seventy-five degrees, but zero well low humidity and uh, kind of breezy, which doesn't make it warm. Hmm. 75 is hitting Ross's probably lower limit of tolerable. Yep. Yeah, we're still all in in pretty good shape. I'm a little beat up, but um, we can probably keep going. We don't need to spend an hour uh, doing nothing, basically. Okay. Uh, no short rest it is. Does that, is any anyone else take any significant damage? I have some damage on me, but uh, what could go wrong? That's true. Mm, I am also scuffed up, but it should be fine. Excellent. What could also go wrong? <laughs> All right. Well, you travel for the remainder of the day, and uh, you're getting towards sunset, so it's 7 o'clock, perhaps. And uh, ahead of you, you hear crashing sounds and shouts uh, they're far enough away where it's hard to make words out of the shouts, but they're they're very low, grumbly voices shouting. All right. Well, Ross's sword is out. Yeah, I have my longbow out. I wonder if there's any way we can maybe get a owl's eye view of the situation. I, mean, I wonder how how we would accomplish that. It's really hard to be Ooh. sure. Who would help us? <laughs> Point of inspiration for the same. Yay. All right, I'm going to send uh, Hewitt out to go take a look. Hewitt can do it. All right, so Hewitt goes to look over the battlefield. Oh. And uh, you, ahead of you, you see um, some old stone walls. And uh, you see a passel of dwarves fighting against three uh, ogres. So, just as a note to both my players and our and our watchers, uh, Aglarond has a bumper crop of weird types of trolls and ogres. However, I don't have artwork for all of them. Uh, that is the monster manual picture of an ogre. So the ogres you will see will have different shapes and colors, and that uh, that will that will indicate to you what kind of ogre it is. Okay? Mira sorry says, not WYSIWYG all the critters as appropriate. Mira says, you know, I feel like if we really just provided comprehensive family planning services to these ogres and trolls, we really wouldn't be facing this bumper crop issue each season. Yes. So these, uh, these ogres are flailing around huge chains like you know one link is like that big uh and uh they're flailing them around like within 20 feet of them 
Mm. So it is, it, it's a pretty, uh, it's a lot of brute force to move that much metal around and they're flailing them around and the dwarves are having to duck under them and jump over them. And uh, it looks like the officer and you could only surmise that this might be an officer because their plate is mm. uh, washed and looks more fancy. Oh, plate, uh, yes, is lying on the ground, stone cold mm. dead. Like you can mm. see that the plate is oh. back. Nobody can survive that. That's what happens to commanders we found. It's, it's so true. So true. Uh, but the dwarves seem like they are in desperate battle against them. You are coming. I should probably put this map too. Yeah. We're just watching from afar. Yeah, let's say we can wait until they're like pretty hurt and then we can come in for the kill steal and add that to our pile. Yeah, let me know. Just pass the popcorn. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> All I'm going to say is it's a real good thing that they're ogre chain rollers and not goblin chain rollers because there's only like one toughness on all these guys on the field and they would just be a board wipe. And that would be real bad for the dwarf player. Super bad. <laughs> Super bad. Oh, that's a magic joke. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so y'all are over there. Uh, so the these look like the remains of two probably 50-foot-high ends of an arch or something uh, that has certainly been destroyed. It looks really old. It's got moss growing on it, so it's been there for a while. This is a wall that's uh, approximately... 20 feet high. Uh, it's been crushed in a couple places. And again, it doesn't look like new damage. There's like plants and bushes and trees growing up through the the uh, rocks that have been mashed into the ground. So we can see the battle through these like holes in the walls. Or you thing. can. And you can uh, skate. You can get through the, the wall by these holes in the wall. It is difficult terrain, which means it'll take twice your normal move to get through it. I know that you said the there's moss growing up the framework in the wall. Is the destruction old? Yeah, the destruction's old. Okay. Like the tumbled down rocks that are lying on the ground have moss growing on. Got it. Okay. What would you like to do? If we're, we're going to wait, how long are we going to wait? Oh, no, we're not <laughs> waiting. I'm we're going. Just time it. Uh, uh, Victor, do you want to get up there faster? Uh, actually, I, I'm pretty good with my bow, so uh, it might benefit Ross to get there faster. Ross, do you want to get there faster? Mm. What did you have in mind? I would like to supplement your great skills of athleticism and allow you to, uh, despite what our GM thought earlier, I would like to prove her wrong between the worlds by giving you a fly speed of 60 feet. Have <laughs> <laughs> you wrong about anything? Because you, he said earlier that he could get a fly speed and you said no he couldn't. And then uh, I said that he could and you said show me. And now I'm going to show he you. He cannot auto-generate a fly speed. Yeah, so sure I can. You after your challenge is laid down is not how this works. I still win. That's not, no. Uh, and Paige, I can <laughs> auto-generate a fly speed. I just have to ask my good friend Silvio. There, <laughs> auto-generated. I was, I, was sure, I was sure you were going to say, I just have to leap off a mountainside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can also fall with quite some style. Yes. Hmm. All right. 
So, as you watch, uh, the middle ogre flicks her chain at one of the dwarves, clearly uh, braining her and knocking her back, her neck lying at an odd angle. So, once I get the fly spell cast on me, I will look to Victor uh, for the go-ahead. Yeah, we're going into initiative as soon as possible. Okay, how about now? I okay. cast fly and then give him inspiration and then now. <laughs> faster, faster would be better. <laughs> Hang on. Ooh, Ross, you can use that inspiration for faster initiative if you want. It'd be kind of a waste. Unless it saved the lives of a dwarf, who knows? Well, seeing as how I've rolled an eight, I I gotta really, once again, if I'm going to be flying in there, have to do this right. Ross begins to, like, get back into the leaping position, like like a coiled spring. Like a coiled spring. Sprang. It's strange. I told it to give advantage on my initiative, and it didn't. So I'm going to I'm talking about inspiration that you just gave me on initiative. Notice <laughs> the goblin grenade. <laughs> okay. Dorf. All right. Oh my god, the dwarves are going fast. Uh, alrighty, so... All the slow ones are dead. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Uh, Silvio, feel impelled to act. Alright, so now I'm gonna pick out spells for, like, five minutes, guys? No, I'm gonna... I swear. I will just skip you. That is what love is in this house. I will just skip you. <laughs> So what the first time Ben and I ever played DD together with my character. It just set an expectation that is still true to this day. Right, uh, and now Ben and Paige just constantly look for ways to kill each other's DD characters. Yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> but nor do we cut them a particle of slack. A particle. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to inspire Victor and then I'm gonna dash and turn. There seems to be measuring for where I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, the dwarves swarm around the ogres. Uh, they're desperate. To- Who's here to speak dwarven? Oh god, don't swarm, you dwarves. It's gonna make my math complicated. <laughs> Geometry! I, right. uh, I do not speak dwarven. Alright, they're niche. shouting in dwarven. They do not appear to have noticed you. Alright, uh, wildfire. I gotta do some additional math. Give me a second. This twenty feet, twenty feet. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'll give uh, you a topic. So a peanut about... is neither a pea nor a nut. <laughs> about <laughs> about like, that local sports team. Is this how it feels like when I take the slow turns? They really have to, you know. Pause I gotta verify or... I'm not gonna kill any dwarves with my fireball. Man. So, what's the over under and how many dwarves he's gonna kill with his fireball? Exactly I'm... one, I guess, because they really fucked it up. I'm saying two, at least two. I'm guessing two. 
Do, do need to think, edge this one out. Do you think we can blame the fireball out. on the ogres? Then I'll edge this one out, okay. We can say these weird bugs shot fireballs. Luckily, Ooh. we killed them all. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, Paige, so I will emanate from this current square that I'm pointing at. Oh, oh shit. It's 20 feet. It's a 20 feet radius. So it will include these four dwarves, but not this dwarf. At least two. And four is the right number of dwarves to include. Is it? Yes, is because it I really? can protect four dwarves. Oh. Uh... Does that get all three of the ogres? It gets all three of the ogres. This Do you ogre, have to be able to see the dwarves? This ogre, this ogre. Well, I mean, I cast it 15, did five, 10 feet up in the air. So this wall is <laughs> high. Sure. And I'm just saying, do you do you have to see the people to protect them? Oh, that's a good question, actually. I don't know. But if he, you may have a point of inspiration for originally asking that question. If, if he moves to, like, he can move to, like, here, right? And then he can see... That I can see. So I need to be able to see all the dwarves. Is that right, Paige? Can you... Uh... Uh... Um, maybe... Um, I just need to be able to see them, right? So, like, I will. I. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, because this guy's edged out. Yes. Okay. So, so to me, like, for for plausibility's sake, right? He would fly over here, because so I can actually get that the eye si eye line that I need sure. to understand where I am. So then I move to here. Mm -hmm. uh, which. Right. And then I drop a fireball on all of these jerks. So I walk forward, magic streaming about me, and I kind of oh. send an initial wave of magic forward uh, that kind of washes over the battlefield and kind of uh, covers the four dwarves in kind of a sparkling magical shell as the, as the fireball then releases from my hand and explodes in the air behind uh, Orange Ogre. All right, there is a cry of uh, excitement for Kurgosh subscribing. Nice <laughs> 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 music. This is good dwarf music, but let's get music going. But can you dance to it? It's hard to. I mean, dwarven dancing is pretty interesting. Yay, Kurgosh! Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And I think we're done here. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good for us though. All right, uh, dwarves. Nope, fireball. Fireball. Uh, sure. I will save, um, and I will save with advantage because I'm an Aglarondian mountain ogre. Oh ho! Uh, oh All right. So this is one. Uh, this is the northern one. This is the middle one, and this is the southern one. Oh, they all make it. Damn. Hurts my soul. I'm so sorry. 13 points of fiery damage? Yep, 13 points of fiery damage, all of them. All right. They, um, the ogres cry out in pain, and the dwarves give a ragged shout of exultation as they find themselves unharmed. Yay. Victor. All right. I shall move to here. I already have my longbow in hand, so I will uh, 
attack with it. <laughs> Here we go. And I will sharpshoot, which will both mean that the, oh, wow. That the ogres have cover and, um, or they don't get benefits from cover, but that was pretty bad. That was a three. I will try, I will try again. 21 will hit. There we go. I assume you're shooting at yellow ogre? Um, yeah, I'll shoot a yellow ogre. I'll, I'll kind of choose the one that hopefully other people will be able to focus. All right, the arrow sticks right into the great muscles of his shoulder, and he uh, roars in pain, and he he looks around and realizes, like he looks at the arrow and he looks at the dwarves, and he looks at the arrow and he looks at the dwarves, <laughs> And you can tell he has figured out that that arrow did not come from the dwarves. He's brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. All right. Uh, Pink Ogre, otherwise known as Ogre. What does it take to get aggro around here? Uh, Okay, so Poger is going to... Pogert. Yes. Poger is going to flick a giant chain at one of the dwarves, killing them instantly. Uh, That is the end of her turn. Okay. Orange Ogre, otherwise known as Ogre, is going to shake his head after that fireball and uh, looks around but doesn't see where it came from, so kills a dwarf in front of him. Frost. You're muted, darling. Moss. Sorry, it's, I'm, I'm done drinking my tea now, so that, that should stop. All right, now that Ross is properly coiled, uh, he is going to uh, uh, assume the the leaping position. His eyes get that narrow alligator slit, and with a uh, ten uh, with you know a push off from the ground, he is going to fly. But Wiggle Exe is loading. But wiggle exe. Oh, why is it not working? It's pick up the thing and then hold Q. There we go. Yep. A hundred and twenty feet to engage with Whoa. the ogre. Whoa! All right. The ogre gives a shout of surprise and unhappiness, and uh, roars something in ogre speak in a croaking, growling speech. All right. Uh, it, to I think it is not anything complimentary about you. Uh, to meet uh, roar for roar, I'm going to in draconic shout loud, which is the draconic word for attack, and oh, okay. I'm going to expend a uh, bonus action on that to get uh, goose to engage or uh, to take an extra move action this okay. round. Not the draconic. He's going word. to dash. Wow. Yeah, she, she does not have the event, uh, yes. effects of a fly spell. Unfortunately. All right. Anything else there, Ross? Uh, I'm just going to move, finish moving uh, Goose her her distance. She actually gets an 80-foot dash. Okay, the stuff with the, or the squares with the stones in them are double move, though. Sure. They're difficult terrain. You mean, like, these squares that she's moving into now? Or you yes. Because it looks like there's a whole bunch of stones under the, the background stones, yeah. and those don't count. I got those you. Are 
So she's, she begins leaping from uh, large rubble to large rubble. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Okay. Uh, in that case, it is Yoger's turn. Yoger has engaged with Ross and uh, and yells something that you're pretty sure is is something awful about your lineage, ancestors, and or general family tree. I mean, if it makes a, a difference, I, I understand and speak primordial? But <laughs> uh, no, no, no. All right, so uh, it takes the chain and loops it, it double and then slings it at Ross. Rude. May I offer you a holy moly, uh, a 29 to hit, which is a crit. Uh huh. Uh, and then you will take 27 points of damage. Oof. You are grappled and tangled up in the chain. You are restrained, uh, which means that things have advantage to hit you and you have disadvantage to hit things. Mm-hmm. Very tempting. Yes. Uh, and then it chuckles darkly. I'm going to put a restraint marker on you. A cool fist for grapple, I think. Uh, no, handcuffs for restraint. Oh, fist for grapple too, but yeah. Uh, all right. Different effects can we smile on grass? All of them. All of them. All right. Uh, Mira. Well, at least half of them are good. Mira, noticing that her friend is now not in the best of conditions, will uh, set out at a dead dash um, where she is to right there. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, I need to get in range. And <laughs> that's, that's the end of her turn. Easier said than done. Right? All right, Silvio. Uh, so the good news is... So the good news is that I do not have to worry about uh, maintaining concentration because Ras is not grappled, uh, so I can let that drop. Uh, <laughs> but, good, but then I can uh, scooch over a little bit where I can see both yellow and orange, and I will unstring my bandor and I will uh, remind them of one of the greatest hits of the 90s about uh, the Wonder Wall. Uh, so they have disadvantage on their wisdom saves which turns into a normal roll because of your shenanigans. Yep. Uh, and actually, before I do that, uh, for yellow in particular, I am going to Yogurt. use... Yogurt. I'm terribly sorry. Yogurt yep. in particular, because I really don't want Ross to be fucked up like this. Uh, I am going to use the rarely used version of uh, Bardic Inspiration that I have that will give it a negative on its next saving throw. A negative uh, D8 negative on its next saving throw as uh, part of my unsettling words class feature. Nice. Uh, okay. It's five off. Will a 17 make the save? Uh, did you roll? I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm trying to save time by just saying, if a setup team won't make the save, then I'm just not going to even roll it. Because that would save time. But now that we've had to explain it. I mean, a 17 would make the save. Because okay, that's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. All right, uh, here's Yogurt, and here's Orange. 
Okay, so yellow. Uh, both of them make. Fuck me. Sorry. Wow. That is unlikely. You gotta I... you, you gotta change your playlist up, man. <laughs> I rolled uh, an eighteen. Or I rolled a sixteen and a twenty. I don't know. That was just straight bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Sylvia? Uh, no, I have used my. I'm gonna go move behind a wall because. <laughs> because you are you. you. The walls will never betray you. That so. is that is the end of me. I pass turn. Unlike these All dice. All right, the dwarves uh, rally, and uh, again with a ragged cheer. Um, this one here uh, attacks to aid uh, Ross's first attack. This one here attacks to aid Ross's second attack. Ugh. Wildfire. They don't know how many attacks. Guessing. <laughs> Surely he has two. Attacks. Surely, as a melee character who is of <laughs> sixth level, seventh level, he has two attacks. They're guessing. It's the way the smart money would bet. Yeah, I mean, I would bet that way. In fact, it is your turn. I think actually in Dwarvenlands, it's illegal to be a martial character that seventh level doesn't have to attack. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. They're kind of a lawful society. Okay, uh, I, I is there a uh, disadvantage, Paige? Is there rough terrain going through these rocks here? Yes. Okay, so I will go. Let's see here, just uh, five, ten, twenty. Scramble around to here. How far am I away from? A hundred feet, huh? Uh, and they have resistance to fire damage, huh? No, they don't have resistance to fire damage. They have resistance to... Uh, they roll with advantage against spells. Ah, uh, so they're bullshit. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, did you just see what happened to my bullshit? Like, yeah. Sorry, mate. You can't count on me to roll that high. Alright, I put rough outlines around the stuff that is uh, difficult terrain. I will send a slew of magic missiles to the one Ross is engaged with in an attempt to make him not die instantaneously. Alright. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. So it looks like 11? 11 damage. Alright. Take 11 damage. Okay! Anything else? Not, not on my turn. Victor. Alright. I will bull my way through the some difficult terrain. And then I will also send some magic missiles after the yoger. Mine, of course, will be plus two arrows. But, uh, <laughs> they are magic and they are missiles, though. So, so the same deal. I, 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 I don't mind missing, but not when Ross is kind of in trouble. So let's hope the plus two arrows can help with that. Ah, This time, though, I feel like 14... Uh, I don't actually don't know. Yes, a 14 hits. Awesome. <laughs> All right, the arrow goes flying through the air, leaving behind rose gold trails of glitter and the sound of him wow. elvish. Uh, and pegs, it, like, it's clearly going to miss the ogre. Like, you have shot wide, there was a gust of wind, it was clearly going to miss, and then curves back to hit the ogre. <laughs> I mean, it only curves back because of me. Stop attributing that to your plus two arrows, little lady. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say what caused it to curve back. 
everybody knows that if you if you swing the bow while you let go of the arrow, <laughs> it'll curve the arrow. You put a backspin on it. I am bloody. All right, the ogre is bloodied and uh, bruised and clearly quite angry about literally everything. Well, after taking the range with the first one, I easily hit with the second for an additional 19 points of damage. All righty. So it's not a problem anymore, right? No, I mean, it's still here. Uh, uh, I, um, that's, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, with that, it is a poker. All right. Poker is going to kill a dwarf. Uh, and with that, it is ogre, orange ogre. That, I'm going to kill a dwarf. Bam. Chains fly around them, and blood slings off the metal as the the dwarves are taken down. Ross. All right. Uh, well, I seem to be in a bit of a pickle, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and think that I'm probably not going to win in a strength to strength fight with an ogre. You can use dexterity instead. Well, remember, sure. So are you raging? Because that gives you advantage in all strength checks. Oh, that's true. I'm not raging yet, but it is just a mere bonus action away. Um, and you know what makes me upset? What makes you upset? Being grabbed. Like, it just <laughs> it is an invasion no, of my personal space. Of consent. Like, none whatsoever. So just as angry as can be. Um, I'm going to attempt to break free. Alright, I will now, need you to make a strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Your now, I, I will say, <laughs> these these d- dwarves were giving me a bonus. Does that apply to breaking grapple? Sure, whatever. That's not really the way the world, rules work. Ron's going to make a face, but it's heroic. Let's do it. I'll take it. It's fine. Alright, so I've got advantage from rage. And you already had advantage from rage anyway, so it's not really sure. That's fair. You got this. You got this. Not with a roll like that. So close, though. You're so close. Um. So if only. Yeah. I I have an inspiration. It gives me a D8. A D8. And if you fail, you get to keep it. Ooh. Okay. I I love it. If you fail, you get to keep it. Yeah. That's (laughs) that is really helpful. Uh, so I'm going to add a tw- six to that for a total of a right. 22. You m- overpower wow. the ogre's grip and bust free of the chains. And he looks really confused. Like, how the hell did you do that? He, like, looks at his <laughs> hand, looks at you, looks at his hand. Like, there's a lot of thought processes going on for this poor ogre. Don't, don't make it sound too impressive. I overpowered his, like, pinky finger. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, I will, I will take that. Um, let's see. So I've bonused, I've actioned. I think I'm done. Alrighty. Oh, I can, no, no, I'm done. All right, that, it is Yogur's turn again. The ogre engaged with Ross. Uh, hmm. Is going to flick his chain at one of the dwarfs catching him around the neck and cracking it with an audible snap. Ooh. Mm. Doesn't like that you're getting help. Mira. So you're okay now, Ross, right? Like everything's cool over there? I mean, you know, my my left arm is hanging loose, but 
other he than He doesn't that. really use that arm anyway, yeah. so... Right. And I think you used your bardic inspiration, so I'm going to... Yes, I did. Guys, I only got four. I was so close. <laughs> Mira's gonna jog up to this pile of rubble here. Effortlessly, and... And, um, she's gonna, uh, you know, dig around with her pouches and pull out a little iron bar. She's gonna kind of wheel it at, at, uh, the, well, she's gonna start with, um, the, uh, the, the, the middle ogre. Okay. Kind of wave it at that one, and then sort of swipe to the left to also catch yogurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, they're each gonna give me a wisdom save, please. Alright, I assume this is a magical effect. Mm-hmm. Let's try that again. You're targeting the ogres with hold person? Yep. I don't think they're humanoids. Are they... they oh, they're not? They are giants. They're giants. I... They might be giants. Take them all back! <laughs> it's okay. not like a... When it says humanoid, it doesn't mean shape. It means, like, there's an actual definition of... Okay. That... It wouldn't even work on uh, it wouldn't work on Silvio either. In that case, that's some bullshit because she would have not run quite so far had this well... been the case. <laughs> but I mean, she's here now. That's what counts. Run, right? She 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 looks down at the spell and like fuck humanoids, and uh, <laughs> uh, well instead uh, uh, pull out a small piece of uh, jellyfish. And sort of crumble between her fingers, causing a Nidarian column to appear right there on uh, yogurt. Oh, the Nidarian column! Let me go get it. Oldie but a goodie. I mean, it. Some things are just worth the uh, worth the calories. So right. <laughs> so it's gonna enjoy. Well, you'll give me a uh, Constitution. Well, that. Well, yeah, it'll give me a con save. Is it is it ten feet? Yeah. Uh, it's a five foot radius, so yeah, okay. ten feet. In. And you're putting it on yogurt. Yeah, that's a good spot for it. I can't really overlap with anything else right now, so. All right, uh, and then I will give you a Constitution save. Oop, that was the wrong way. Uh, so I have a twenty-four and a twelve. Oh, because you have extra con save. I am resistant to magic. Page, you're muted. I am. Uh, I shouldn't be. Not. Oh, I can't hear. Weird. Can y'all hear me? I'll disappear. I'll come back. I can hear her. Okay. Uh, they're gonna enjoy uh, seven points of uh, Nidarian damage. Okay. They are still way bloodied. Silvio. Uh, Silvio is going to peek around the wall, and it's going to see that his good friend Rast uh, is still pretty fucked up. Or if others more fucked up than was before. Uh, and let me check range real quick because it'd be real cool if it. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so he is going to cast a spell that he has just learned. I am sure this will work out fine. Uh, <laughs> all that to be within Rass, and uh, Rass is going to turn into a giant ape. I mean, at the last, as Rass hears his name, he kind of like looks back over his shoulder. <laughs> So he is now huge, which means he needs to go up another size category. Uh, and I have provided him his step block. 
am bigger than Razzilla? I'm not sure how I feel. Ras Kong is bigger than Razzilla. I'm not sure how I feel about this. You know it's awesome. I do. It's pretty great. And that is uh, what we call proactive healing here, and then I go back behind the wall because I am again concentrating on the spell. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so I am un unfamiliar with the polymorph rules on hit points. Do so you get your the, <laughs> the polymorph hit points are you get the hit points for the creature, and then when they're out, you stop being that creature, and then you go back to where your current hit points are. Excellent. It's like a new buffer of hit points. Uh, it's like healing, really. Here's your 157 points of bonus hits. Bonus hit points. Uh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, the, okay. the ogre makes a decidedly unhappy noise as you do this, uh, and a ragged cheer goes up from the dwarves again. Uh, one scrambles out from under your feet, looks at you, and then kicks the ogre in the shin as hard as he possibly can. Take that. Uh, to distract it so you feel like your first attack have a, has advantage. The other one's like, ah! Takes a spear and stabs it into the ogre's toe, and you feel like your second attack has advantage. Because now you got two attacks too, brother! <laughs> Wildfire. Wildfire will move slowly, limp forward. Why are you limping? I mean, I'm moving through difficult terrain, as described to me by my GM. That make you limp. <laughs> he, he's going to take it one, like, pull up at a time. That is true. It's 30 feet is still awful. Uh, 90 feet is still awful. Uh, he will toss another fireball out, I think. Yes, yes, he'll toss another fireball out. Hitting Yogurt and Orange Ogre? Uh, hitting all the ogres. Um, oh, you have decidedly fewer dwarves to protect at this point. Right. Um, probably the same spot, actually. Yeah, the same spot. Because now I have to protect two dwarves and a Ross. Alright, so Yogurt has a 17. Orange has a nine, and Poger has a twelve. Okay, good, 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 good. So two of them fail. Uh, thirty-three for thirty-three full. Sixteen for half. Uh, sorry, I owe you. That's just a dex check. Uh, you owe me nothing. You owe, owe me nothing. nothing. Again, as I step forward, a wave of energy rushes forward, covering Ross and all the doors in a magical veil of protection as the speed of fire travels out and explodes across all of them. But Joe, I, I, I get 157 hit points. What am I supposed to do with all this? Uh, <laughs> give them to the ogre in bite-sized pieces until he chokes uh, off. Okay. The, um, uh, with that, the ogre crisps in charge and uh, falls back onto the battlefield. Thump! Uh, and the dwarves uh, are here again. The two next to Ross are like slapping him on the knees like, yeah, man, that was awesome! Uh, Alright. Uh, Victor. Alright. Victor will continue to struggle through the difficult terrain. Getting a little bit closer to the fight. Um, I'll shoot some arrows at Orange Ogre. 
uh, sharpshooting as normal. These will be normal arrows since Ross is very, very out of danger. <laughs> uh, a nine is not going to do it. And a 12 is probably not going to do it either. That was rough. That was rough. Nope. Well, I've had some good luck recently. Like, so. my dice have been so hot in this fight, and your dice have been so awful in this fight, and that is a hell of an inversion. Because this is the same group that two weeks ago walked three fights, just like bam, bam, bam. Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird when you have the right tool for the job. Uh-huh. I need plus three <laughs> arrows, I think, is the... The answer, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else there, Victor? No, nope, I'm done. All right. Uh, Poger uh, walks away from the dwarf next to them. She's like, uh, this is no longer a worry of mine. Uh, and strolls up to Ras. And how do I do with critters that are bigger than me? Hopefully not well. Punch right. them a lot? Yes. And it she... Uh, whips her chain at Ross's arm, trying to grab it. You can't. Now, may I offer you an eighteen to hit? Uh, yeah, that that hits, but like you you can't put Ras Kong in chains. That we didn't gonna. work out for New York. It's mm-hmm. not gonna work out here. Let's find out. All right, you will take fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And she seems like very alert and ready and kind of checks at Ogre, Orange Ogre over her shoulder. Uh, Orange Ogre steps up. He attempts to catch Ross's other arm in chains. Twenty-five will hit for eleven points of bludgeoning damage. You are grappled, restrained. Your escape DC is seventeen, and it is your turn. All right. So with the restrain, I can attack them with disadvantage. Is that right? That is correct. I mean, I'm going to be fighting a losing battle here if all I do on my turn is break grapple. So I'm just going to go with it. So. For some reason, Paige, I've got this this burning desire to just beat on my chest and show them my teeth and okay. then bring my both of my fists down on top of them. Both ogres or one in particular? Uh, we're going to go with uh, one in particular. We'll go with the uh, purple. The, the pink and orange. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Just... I'm sorry. I was thinking uh, poker. <laughs> Here's the thing. As soon as he puts his fist on it, his grip is going to cause it to go from pink to purple. I knew that joke was coming, sir. You may have um, point of inspiration. It's an oldie but a goodie. So I'm at disadvantage, Paige, but I, I can't help but notice that we've got this uh, this this advantage from the uh, viewers that Ooh, I, I would love use to it. use. It would be heroic. Uh, who Good told you about that? Uh, so that's going to be a 26 to hit. That'll do it. Uh, for 14 bludgeoning damage. All right. Thing good is hit, looking, good hit. Poger is looking super tore up, and uh, like you can see where you've uh, uh, 
brought your uh, fist down, like her shoulders out of socket. But I told you that she and Orange Ogre had kind of locked eyes and looked like they were coordinating. Mm-hmm. As soon as you hit her, uh, Orange Giant uh, uh, flicks his chain at your ribs. His chain that's currently restraining me? Yeah, he pulls it back and then flicks it, flicks it at your ribs. Uh, a 27 will hit for 17 points of damage. That is rude. It is. Seven, 17? One seven, yes. All right. Uh, and, and I'm not just saying this to make it up, but I will point out that Gelatinous Rube just got us our second inspiration for the night. Ooh, you should thank <laughs> Lord Coculus for that. Of the demon what pits. No, thank you. the lust pits. Thank you. Oh. Lord Coculus of the Lust Bits. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. I'd like to use that inspiration as well. Go we for it. Can't stop you. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, you can. That's the best uh, kind of being able to do something. We have to tackle uh, him or something. Honestly, it's... that's a sixteen, though. To do what? Hit him? Like they? Got... Oh shoot! Sixteen Did hits. It... Hold on, hold on. Did it not complete? Hold on, am I just a liar here? Maybe. I might be lying. I'm sorry, y'all. This is this is very confusing. Oh, it didn't. That's Lord like Coculus is tricky. Alright, alright. <laughs> uh so let me let me give you another roll just just to see. I'll take the 16 anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh so I will take 26 points of bludgeoning damage, huh? That's On poker. On poker. Alright, uh, as you do that, you uh, actually grab her up and murder her expeditiously. Unless you'd like to leave her alive for some reason. I, I see no need to do that. How does how does the ogre die? I mean, in a bloody pulp, I, I would think. Fair enough. <laughs> and the best part is, Paige, if, if I'm not mistaken, her, her chain is still wrapped around my wrist, is that true? If you'd okay. like it to be, it okay. can slide loose. I would. I would okay. like it to be wrapped around my wrist. There it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's Ras Kong. Mira. You're muted, dear Andrew. How fascinating. Mira's going to move uh, a little closer just for the hell of it. Um, I mean, she'll never regret this decision. <laughs> and uh, she'll take the uh, little nub of Mother Pearl and shift the Nigerian column right over her friend here. <laughs> so if that friend will, in fact, give me a con save. All right. I offer you a 25. Well, it will still enjoy nine points of Nigerian type damage. <laughs> it is torn up. Stingy. Ah! Anything else? Nope. Silvio. Silvio will peek around the uh, the wall where it's shattered and look over at the one. It's like, that stinging is the last thing you're going to feel. Goodbye. Keep on speaking with himself. All right. <laughs> Such words. Oh! Hang on. But a moment. But a We've moment. just got a new subscriber. Brother Flounder 47. Yeah! All righty. Dance. Dance. Play the music. Dance so they regret it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Brother Flounder. Woohoo.
then it's not right. <laughs> Brother Founder. Christ is how we do things around here. Dang right. What have you done? <laughs> All right. Serious face. Back to the doors. <laughs> Wait. Excuse me. There we go. Killing me real to me. All right. Uh, Sylvia. No, you already did the thing. You, you attacked. I say I failed. I'm taking four points of damage. Okay. Yes. Yes. My train of thought sometimes Aww. wanders off. We danced. <laughs> There's dancing involved. And then we danced. Yes. All right. Uh... Anything else from Sylvia? You're going back behind the wall. I'm going back dwarves. to the embrace of my stone wall. Alright, this dwarf right here lets out a Battle Rager's cry and charges this ogre. This one does the same. So does this one. Uh, this one actually charges up and uh, stabs uh, her spear right through the ogre's toenail. Excellent. Wow. Uh, this one... This one comes up, and actually she jumps and is now swinging from the ogre's chain. Uh, so you feel like uh, you will have advantage on two attacks against them. <laughs> Excellent. Wildfire. Wildfire will move forward. As a free action, he'll give Goose a little pat. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Ross will be back eventually. You, like, she you, is just struggling with this, like, one particularly large piece of rubble. She's like a dog that can't get up the stairs. Yeah, I pat her. I give her a little pat. Free action you get, pat. You get an inspiration point for patting Goose. <laughs> Excellent. Like, being nice uh, to pets is automatic inspiration. You uh, also then... know that does give our stream a, a yes on the Can You Pet the Dog website. Yep, Aww. that's true. Yeah. If I'm DMing, you can always pet the dog. <laughs> you can always pet the dog. <laughs> 100%. And then I will uh, uh, kind of uh, direct my magical energies at or Orange Ogre, and he will feel his blood begin to boil from the inside. Oh, no. Oh, that damage is going to be wrong, though. Yeah. Is the damage wrong? Yeah, because it okay. should be that. Oh, whiz save. Uh, it should be D12s. Uh, it should be D12s because of he has some damage. I offer you a 13, sir. Then he takes thir uh, 12 necrotic damage. All right. Blood begins to boil out of his ears and his nose. You feel like he is almost dead. <laughs> uh, anything else from Wildfire? Nope, that's it. Victor. All right. I'll move up on the rubble. I see the ogre on its last legs, so I will shoot normal shots. All right. <laughs> A 19 hits. And with that, the ogre keels backward. Woo! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rathskong is victor. Yes. Uh, Ross, calm down, Rathskong. Bring I mean, it back like an inch. Who who likes Ross Kong? And we can just can we keep him? <laughs> That's true. All right. Yeah, we should definitely keep him. Like fifty-seven minutes, sure. Oh no, Paige. Like Ross Kong is not done. He is he is beating their bodies. He is he is going to make sure they don't get up again. Just not the head. We need this to turn in. <laughs> Mira, Mira, kind of and kind of turns to uh, well, I don't know. Let's say wildfire. Mm -hmm. He goes. You know, if they're already 
polymorphed big. Can I make them bigger? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You want to pop a enlarge on top of the already huge? Let's do this. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, it's one of those things I never thought about. Things on top of the thing. The dwarves uh, all run over to Ross and are like chest bumping his shins. <laughs> I mean, your ankles, you, it's all they can get. You I mean, I am, <laughs> I am highly confused by this uh, ritual that they've got. Uh, but, but Paige, I, I will say that it, it suddenly sinks in just how warm I am. <laughs> Feels like good, that, that soothing feeling gets yeah. Ross Kong to just kind of like a peace washes over him. It's like nothing he has ever experienced before. He looks right? at the camera, single tear rolls down his <laughs> monkey cheek. Endothermia is a wonderful thing. Ross all about the dwarf pile now. Uh huh. I think he's just more about the fact that he's warm-blooded. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Mmm, <laughs> and layers of fat. Oh, mm, good stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the dwarves are. Uh, one of them switches to English that says, "Come on, mate. There's more this way." I'm gonna go pick up Goose and bring her with me. Okay, she's very confused, but you smell right, so she uh, she. She goes with. I don't know. That that begs the question of what effect does polymorph have on a character's smell? Goose knows. Lead the way, good dwarf. Excellent. Uh, this is a, a hell of a hell of a uh, uh, offensive they've got ho- going here. We've never seen one like this. They have a fucking genius behind their lines somewhere. Well, that's huh. not good. I have questions. This genius doesn't happen to have a um, uh, doesn't happen to have a uh, a banner that has a uh, giant elephant skull on a purple field, perhaps. Just <laughs> sure. What's an elephant? I could show you, but I have already turned him into an ape. Uh, uh, these uh, these are ogres are following a uh, a new leader called uh, let's see they've been yelling it it's um, oh yeah no Gulpraknesh Gulpraknesh yes it's hard to translate from the original ogre and I can only spell it in dwarvish so Gulpraknesh spell it however you, you fucking like Hmm. Well, that is troubling, but it doesn't change our plan, which is to help your companions, the other dwarves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like, I'm, I'm not like, one to look a gift monkey in the mouth, but uh, you ain't from around here. Uh, we It's a wrong time of year for us to roll out the welcome wagon, but if you want to bust some fucking ogre heads in the meantime, we are fucking ready. Uh, Capitan, do you need to apply your uh, uniquely large sword to these heads so that we can pick them up to present uh, as a gift? Yes, we should take we should take the take the second it'll take to do that. So <coughs> I'll chop them off and head them to uh, hand them to Wildfire to put in our sock. Dink, dink. 
the dwarves are obviously anxious to get underway. Uh, but when they see you taking the heads, they're like, oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> they step back and allow it for a moment. Uh, all right. Do you run to the to uh, closer towards the dwarven fortress to see what the next fight may hold? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, that's, there's not like an obvious opportunity for us to go attack Gilprashnak directly, is there? Uh, well, you look around and you don't see anybody with hi. I'm hello. My name is Gilpreshnik on their <laughs> chest. Uh, right. I mean, it is, it is his first week, couple weeks though, so he, <laughs> he should still be wearing his name tag. We just gotta find him. Uh, so one of the scouts said something that they might that uh, she might be up at the front gate, but uh, I heard tell that somewhat one of the one of our units had been captured over there, which is new. They never capture dwarves. They just smish them flat or leave them alone. So, uh, so we were thinking about rescuing. Want to come with? Of course. Uh, Roskong, could you carry me? <laughs> uh, I will pick up Victor in the other hand. And I, I, I will pick up uh, not wildfire. Victor. Wildfire and in the I other hand. And I send uh, Hewitt off to go do a detailed, like, I'm writing him the, I'm seeing through his eyes the entire time, getting a full lay of the land so we know what we're going into. Okay. All right, uh, so ahead of you, did I take you with me? Yes. So ahead of you, you see a uh, an old fortification, long crumbled. Uh, as in the other place, the walls have been tumbled down, but there's moss growing on top of it. It's obviously very old. However, there's some big stones around that look newly plopped down into the dirt. Okay. And when I say they've been plopped down into the dirt, I mean, they're buried two and a half feet into solid stony ground. Okay. Uh, is that you, a straight down buried, or is there like track marks where they've skid to a halt? Wildfire can make me some sort of ballistics check. Mm. Ballistics check? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need some kind of hints there. Uh, pick intelligence skill. Arcana. Sure. Arcana sure. covers back. Arcana sounds great. I mean, it's the arcana of gunpowder. Let's do this. Yes. Trajectories. All right. Uh, so uh, you look around and you hear a whistling sound in the air. And way over on the far side, you mm-hmm. see uh, catapults throwing stones. And okay. Think that these might be catapult stones. Sure. Okay. All right, so Hewitt flies around, and there's four ogres just kind of lounging here. Uh, they're armed with big, um, uh, like, trees, like they're clubs the size of trees. Mm-hmm. Let me go see if I'm lying to you or not. Uh, no, big, big clubs the size of trees, two-handed clubs. And they're just kind of, like, standing there and chatting and talking and uh, occasionally, like, saying something and they get a big snuffling laugh sure. uh, over it. But you, Hewitt also sees with her sharp eyes uh, over to the side there's a quartet of dwarves that has been t- no, I want you to go to uh, roll 20, fighting me. Go to token lair. Roll 20, you can do it. Yes, a quartet of dwarves that have been thoroughly tied up over there. They look pretty bruised. Okay. One of them is wearing that uh, gold-washed armor of command. Okay. Uh, and they, they look, their heads are drooping forward and occasionally they move so you know that they're alive, but they definitely look like they're in rough shape. 
Okay, do, do we, based on the terrain, could do I think I could guide us to get behind them so we could kind of come in from the dwarf side? No, no, the fighting is actually really bad to the southwest. Okay. Like, it's just a solid field of ogres. Okay, okay. Um, so you think you're going to have to come in from the northeast. Okay. So we're going to be coming in over, over there. Here. Okay. Or northeast. I said northeast. The fighting is really bad to the southwest. Sure. You'll have to come in to, from the northwest. Okay. Directions are hard. Straight. All right. Let me go get some tokens. Sounds good. So once I have uh, fully gotten the lay of the land, I will inform everyone of kind of distance and location and placement of our enemies here. Excellent. Hopefully we'll be able to get the drop on them. I hope so as well. Yeah, and it's only like um, maybe 10 minutes of wandering to get over there. Uh, Excellent. You have okay. a, a few small fights with like a single ogre or wounded mm -hmm. ogre or whatever, but you easily just blow through those. Do I know anything about this, this specific kind of ogre we're about to face? Hmm... Make me a, do I know anything about this kind of ogre check? Uh, what are ogres under? I have... I just don't know. Suggest uh, me something. Probably, I mean, they're... Hmm. Ogres are probably nature. Has to go, let me, Tasha's has a recommendation. Good luck. Oh, do they? They Ooh. do. This is something I didn't know about Tasha's. Well, Yay, Tasha's. All could right. You, could you move the dwarves to the rear guard position, Paige? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, we're not putting them out in front. Uh, they are giants, correct? They yeah. are giants. They recommend history. <clears throat> okay. The uh, uh, the dwarves refuse to take a background position. This is their battlefield. They insist on leading. Okay. Well, they gotta... also are, they only move 20 feet around, so we just walk faster than them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> or 25, re regardless. <sighs> they uh, uh, You get there, and they are still chugging away behind you. But in command, chugging away from behind yes. in command. Well, they're them, trying. With them as right. rear guard, I won't have to. Okay, Paige, I have a 20 history. Excellent. For, you uh... think that these are Aglarondian hill giant gate breakers. Okay. And uh, they have these huge two-handed um, clubs that they kind of carry like a... Mm -hmm. Uh, with handles on them. They don't like hold them like a baseball bat. They have handles on them and they swing them like that. Uh, and they uh, are really good at blocking a path, uh, which is amusing because they're, they bash down doors and they also form like a defensive rear guard and they're hard to get past. Do they also have the strange mystical resistance that we saw in the last group of voters? Yes. The Agorandian, uh, uh, hill giants and Aglarondian ogres all have magic resistance. Okay. I will inform my allies of that information. Uh, these these ogres are uh, they're rather deadly in melee. They have very large weapons that hit very hard. They're often used to destroy emplacements, so be very cautious. And they uh, they have resistance to magic, much like the other ogres we faced, so be cautious. Yeah, they have a peculiar uh, guardian stance that they have, and it's very distinctive. It's kind of like horse stance, where they kind of dip down and then hold the thing and... Rrr. 
Mm -hmm. So it's it's a very uh, diagnostic sure. way to identify them. Excellent. Well, let us begin this thing. All right. Perhaps they will do this. All right. Anybody would like to roll initiative? They sure would. Okay, so we we have no ability to get surprise on them. No, you can totally get surprise on them. Oh, we would like to try and get surprise. That would be great. Yes, I'll just put everybody into initiative and I'll skip their turns. As that is literally how surprise works in fifth edition. All right, that's all the bad guys. Are all my good guys in there? One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Woo, Victor, 22. You got things to do and places to be. Let's go. <laughs> all, right. all right. Before you do, this time I guarantee you that thanks to Bologna's uh, efforts, Paige has gotten an inspiration. Because <laughs> she is a cruel and angry god. That's fair. And wants That's nothing fair. more than to destroy our faces. <laughs> and Bologno wants to help. Thank you, Bologno! We also got that player inspiration that you didn't end up using. We did. You rolled, I put points into it so that we did have it. Excellent. <laughs> also, HR would like to let you know that that is an infraction that you will see <laughs> on your uh, annual review. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, HR. Oh, no. Why are you so silly? <laughs> um all right i will take advantage i will move towards them 30 feet um and then i will shoot poger with my longbow and uh i'll use plus two arrows this round okay uh is poger purple ogre or pink ogre Ah, it is pink ogre. Okay. Uh, Poger's armor class is certainly not 19. So you Excellent. hit the ogre dead on and do 15 points of damage. Uh, the ogre looks around and goes, what? And I hit him right in the face when he looks around. Uh-oh. Uh, yes, I will take another 16 right in face. Ah, he roars in uh, in anger. And I am, I am, I am done. Okay, uh, ogre is surprised. Uh, dwarves are not. They run to catch up with you, Silvio. I great. Uh, I'm shocking no one. I viciously mock purple. Give me a wisdom save. You have advantage. I know, and I thought I pushed advantage, but perhaps I did not. They get a one. <laughs> cool. You take no damage because you rolled a 15. That's my turn. Uh, technically, the next. I'd already rolled one. Technically, the negative one is my second roll because I'd already rolled one. So okay. we'll take six. six points of psychic damage. All right. Uh, remind me of that when I try to hit somebody. Roger, Roger. Mira. 
can't have miracles without Mira, but you're muted, Andrew. <laughs> ah, words are hard. Uh, this pile of rocks directly under me is difficult terrain, correct? Uh, well, it's not directly under you, but it sure it's headed that way. That stuff that you're currently outlining in green yes. is all. All right, Mira is going to uh, just sort of gracefully uh, lope across it like a gazelle. <laughs> She's really used to uh, you know trekking over this kind of stuff in sure. her field work. And she's like, oh, thank you, geometry. <laughs> <laughs> and this, kids, is why we take geometry in seventh grade. So I mean, we can play D&D better. <laughs> <laughs> she's got, like, this tiny piece of fur, and she's rubbing the amber rod against it really, really fast until a single spark comes out. And starts to roll down towards the line of uh, ogres, and it gets bigger and bigger until there's a ball of lightning that is just Ooh. rolling on down mm. uh, and crossing all of their paths. Yeah, yeah, that is lightning bolt formation if I ever saw it. All right, <laughs> bunch of deck saves. I am not good at those. One, two, three, four. I'm going left to right there. So 15, 10, 14, 12, 18. Your number is 15 overall. So you've made two saves, two first and last. Yes. Oh, there's. Yeah. I believe your first save yeah. was against my vicious mockery. Three oh, sure, sure, sure. Yep. So it's 10, 14, 4, 18. So one yep. save, that'd be poker. All right, how much damage, sir? So overall, for those who did not make the <laughs> save, they're going to enjoy 34 points. Oh, oh nice. nice damage. Well very nice. Ooh. Take that. Average. That is awesome. Ooh. All and right. Those that don't make it will enjoy, or that did make it will make uh, 17 points. I mean, Russ Kong just lays down. He's clearly not needed here. <laughs> Get back up again. <laughs> and she'll be like, I ha absolutely haven't painted a giant target on my back or anything. I'm sure to be fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, yep. Ogres are still very surprised. Ross. All right. Un unfortunately, I think I know the answer to this, but as a giant ape, I, I don't get any of the benefits of being a barbarian, do I? No, I Ugh. think you operate just off your stat block. I, you, I believe you are correct. No, you I, I, being a giant ape. I wanted to check just in case. Um, so... I'm going to uh, gently, as gently as I can, set Wildfire down. And then I'm going to move... Let's see, I've got a 40-foot move. And uh, Paige, with my 40-foot natural climb speed, am I at all bothered by any of this difficult terrain? Oh, no. Oh, good. No. <laughs> oh, good. Between your size, your height, and your climb speed, it is just not even a thing. Excellent. Uh, and I'm going to come over here and with uh, Why one you hand. Stand there? <laughs> uh, that, that's true. I, I can actually be up here. Why? Like, Why would you stand there? <laughs> uh, and I'm going to, with, with goose in one hand, bring my mallet size gorilla fists down onto. Uh, I, I mean, what are we going for for poker if pink is already poker? <laughs> Purple's just got to be purple ogre. That's what happens. Uh, 
per, per poker, per poker. Oh. All right, I'm gonna bring bring my my fist down upon per poker. Alrighty. <laughs> Propoger is super startled by all of this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so that will hit, and boy, howdy, that hurts. The second one will also hit. Man, I'm nothing if not consistent nice, tonight, right? this time with two 14s. <laughs> and and I'm dead. Like, I'm 40, super 60. dead. Like, <laughs> like, I am so... I went from healthy to dead. <laughs> I mean, Goose... Before surprise was over. <laughs> Goose is, like, ready to spit, and then she's just like... like this isn't what we practiced at all. <laughs> the, the the giant gorilla is really throwing her off. Mm -hmm. yes. It's surprising. I'm not gonna lie. It's surprising. <laughs> well, she's I not mean... used to be used to being treated like a teacup poodle. Mm. That's true. true. That's, That's true. true. Mm. I I did not realize that in in all of our discussion that our chat has already decided that it is either Indiegoger or Kickstoger. <laughs> So, Indiegoger. I like Indiegoger. 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 Sure. <laughs> he gets a name whoever, and then he dies. Whoever <laughs> came up with Indiegoger in chat, you get a point of inspiration in your next D&D game. Tell your DM I said so. I believe that was uh, Old So Tiger. Well, Brian, you get inspiration in your next D&D game. You'll probably be 59 before you play again, but 30 years from now when you play, you'll have you'll have inspiration. Okay, uh, Ross. So oh, that was Ross. Yes, that was exciting, and also had a splash zone. Mm. Like <laughs> the, the ogre next zone. to him is going. Like <laughs> of all the things that ogre expected, giant monkey smashing his buddy to death was not on the list. Uh, all right, so wildfire. What you got? Let me guess. Uh, wildfire. No, I'm gonna waste a uh, fireball on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> pish posh, pish posh. Move up to there, and then I will scorching ray, uh, Proger. Okay. Wonk. Uh. Oh, look at that. Hit, hit, hit for, uh, what is that? 1722. 22. Nice. I'm dead. Dead? Ha ha! Dead. dead. <laughs> Excellent. So two down, and the round is over. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's how surprise rounds should work. As a free action, right. I take out a scroll and I mark one more under my telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Go team, Victor. All right, Victor does some quick adventure of mental math and he realizes he can't quite get to Boger, uh, thanks to that annoying, difficult terrain. So I will at least get between Wildfire and the Ogre for what it's worth and put a couple arrows into Boger. All right. And uh, I'll go ahead and sharpshoot these guys. These are normal arrows, though. Okay. You got this. Mm. No, nine is not going to do it. You don't Nor got this. Wow. I got to say. You need to degauss your dice, man. I'm not getting a random distribution of numbers, but I will not be. You know, that is fine. I will. I will. I will drop my bow, and I will draw my greatsword. That's what I need for so, a little bit of luck. So you drop your bow, and your greatsword's already in your hands. So you don't yes. actually have to draw it. It's very excited. All right. Uh, anything else from Sir Victor? Action surge. I. Uh, this is our third fight. Without resting, I um, 
Okay, okay fair enough. Uh, Bloger is like, what the actual hell just happened? <laughs> I, I know. I was surprised I missed you with two arrows, too. <laughs> He's very insulted. He does not yeah. think you're bringing your A-game. All right. Uh, and she strolls over there and tries to whack Ross Kong. I'll, I'll hold Goose up so Goose can't be hurt. Uh, and I crit. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, so she uh, whack like she takes the the two handed thing and swings it right at your ankle. It's like you know how you clip your ankle on something and it really hurts. It's like that, uh, and you may have twenty five points of damage. Done. Uh, which is all I can do. All right, the dwarves finally catch up. They get just to the edge of the board. <laughs> They're like. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, everybody. I'm almost halfway out of my temporary hit points. Cilia. Well, they're not technically temporary hit points, but we I know mean, what you mean. They are hit points, and they are temporary. <laughs> we, know, we know what you mean. <laughs> is, it, is it? Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Cilia comes over here, uh, looks over at uh, Yellow, and uh, he says, you know... You wish you could hit this from way the fuck over there, you dumb ogre. He wants me with the save. Ogre. There we go. That's my big old minus two working for me. <laughs> you may have at least two vicious mockeries with seven vicious mockeries oh, worth of damage. <laughs> so much mockeries. Up in a couple rounds, uh, you will have this advantage as well. And then I end up over here behind. You guessed it, a wall. Oh. <laughs> uh, please, please remind me when that ogre tries to hit anything. Assuming it gets to have a turn, why not? I mean, Mira might just remove it from existence. <laughs> I mean, I can't help but notice Mira that they did not get out of lightning bolt formation, so... It's <laughs> move! Uh, it's I mean, uh, only two of them, it's real hard to get out of lightning bolt formation, too. Yeah, it, real it, hard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much impossible if you could get anywhere on the board, so... Yeah. You gotta work that fourth dimension a little bit. Probably not quite worth another lightning bolt at this point, though. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, uh, uh, Mira's like, you know, we're gonna do the math here, and we're just gonna we're gonna just open up a little little thermal vent under uh, uh, Bluger there. So, okay. if it'll give me a deck save, uh, we can find out just how much thermal vent it gets, which will be very minimal. Deck <laughs> save. I'm not real good at those either. Yeah, you might get the full. All right, well, you, you're gets not. all four points of yeah. damage. <laughs> Man, that's four times as good as Vicious Mockery. <laughs> Not this Vicious Mockery. As you say. Mockery of Vicious Mockery is really priceless. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh my god, an ogre gets to go. Okay, Yogur. I'm not super smart. Good. Don't don't put yourself down. Like that, it's really don't. You're being too hard on yourself. All right, so uh, he runs up here, takes one look at Ross, and decides to whack Victor. Like <laughs> <laughs> remember that you have disadvantage for you are mocks. 
Thank you. He was devastated. You're devastated right now because you're so big. Ooh. Ooh. 10 and a 14. That misses. All right. Uh, Ross. Ross Kong. All right. Well, I'm going to bring the the hammer down on uh, Yoger then for having the gall to attack somebody who is not me. No, while right next to you, sure. It's uh, like they don't know. 17 to hit to deal 21 damage. That'll and then the second attack will be a 27 to deal like, 26 Slow damage. down, slow down. Your first was on Yoger, right? Yes. Uh... Just now dead. Excellent. So then, then, uh, blo- no, bo- bo- Booger? Indigoger. No, Bloger. That was Bloger. 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 Bloger takes, uh, 26 damage with my 27. And Andy's out! <laughs> the dwarves are just like. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Great. They gave us salt, you guys. This is pretty great. <laughs> we did it! All right, we will um, release the uh, prisoner dwarves quickly before more ogres get assigned to this area. I, I, from my perch up on the wall, I'm going to keep an eye out for any ogres coming towards us. Okay, uh, so from up there, given your relatively perceptional self, uh, actually, I'm only a 14 in this form. Don't your mental stats think? No, no, they okay. do not. I had to spend my off time looking that up. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> hey, look. I'm playing a barbarian ranger. I'm not supposed to be spending my downtime looking up spells. <laughs> you know you can you guys... cast... Well, just forget it. <laughs> you guys, you know... Always make fun of me for taking time to have to look stuff up. I just offloaded all that. (laughs) A plan without flaw. Yeah. Uh, So you do see a uh, an ogre that has um, like fine clothes on and what looks like a monstrous sized plate mail on, and uh, she holds a hand outstretched at uh, a bunch of dwarves and purplish blue bolts of energy fly from her fingers like just mowing down like a whole squad of dwarves how sure. far is she away from me so uh like 300 feet 400 yeah. feet so when when Ross sees that, he's going to let the the rest of the group know <laughs> <laughs> what's he saying? What's what's so damn urgent over there? And Ross charges them. Yep. Yeah. Um. Kona, you may have a good inspiration. <laughs> that, that was so funny. Everybody gets inspiration. Oh. <laughs> I mean, she's within range. Within range of my longbow, so. I mean, yeah, but she, because of the curve of the earth, and there's other stuff there, and the hill, and other stuff, you don't have a line on her. It's not just a flat plane. I understand. In, in all seriousness, you, you said off the ground on the wall, and then another twenty feet taller than that, you could see her. You said how far away? 400, 400, uh, 400 yards. Okay. Four hundred yards. 
Yes. Did I say that, I meant yard? You did say feet. Okay. That is fine. Long way away. Well, we will. I will run in front of Ross, and I'll gesture to Silvio Mira at all to free the Dwarven prisoners as I try and keep us together for a few moments before Ross charges off. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll hold up a little bit. Okay. And yeah. also try not to crush Victor. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so you free the dwarves, yep. and uh, your other dwarves catch up to you, and uh, there is. Yes, once Rastus calm down, I will get hits. I send Hewitt to keep an eye on that on that evil ogre. Okay. From a safe distance above her. Sure. So this is kind of what you see. Yeah, I, I'm also monitoring Oof. that ogre. Oh god. Uh, uh, this is the ogre that is throwing wearing plate mail and throwing spells from her hands. These are two big brawny looking ogres. And uh they are also wearing plates and have great swords. Mm. Uh, these ogres are more of the chain-bearing type. Paige, I take out a small pearl that I have in my pocket and whisper to it. Okay. I get back a spell slot. All right, these dwarves are getting the fuck out as fast as they can. The field is littered with catapult stones that are just like drifting up against the door. Uh, there's a huge armored door here, and uh, it looks uncracked, unfazed. It's still shiny, like mm. work engineering. Um, and it's not like the the entrance of this door is forty feet across. Like that's just protective area around it. The actual door going in is only like fifteen feet across. <laughs> <laughs> Giant doorway. Door. <laughs> well, they, it's like they know they get jumped on by, by the ogres. <laughs> uh, Alright. You know what? We're, we're not in combat now. Thank you. Uh, no, I said... Gosh. <laughs> but, but roll <laughs> 20 wants it. Roll 20 is very excited. Uh, <laughs> the map. What do you mean we're not in combat? Right? Uh, so the dwarves uh, gather up around uh, the officer, which is shown by the gold token there. Um, and they say, look, uh, the officer says, it's time to retreat back in. The fighting's getting too heavy in here. Let's, uh, let's head in, uh, heal up and, uh, take these civilians to the leadership. Shall we? Uh, appreciate the save. Uh, I'm in your debt forever. Glad to be of assistance. are you? <laughs> All right. What was your name? My name is... My name... Yes, my name is, he says, and then it fades to black. Wow! It was all a dream. Page, page, fade to black, we'll find out next week, is a very old and traditional Dwarven name, okay? (laughs) I just wanted to point out that I caused the end of the game tonight by my sheer force of will. But that's true. That's true. You talk to a person. The world pushed back. Fade into a cutscene. I know. Uh, alrighty. So, on our way out, um, I would like to say a few things, but I would like to say them to our outro music. There we go. Music? Yes. All right. 
Uh, thank you, every good the cats and the light. That's exciting. Uh, <laughs> that is a jump reaction for me because a while back on our stream, one of our lights actually attacked us, and uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> but it's it jumpy around, like that's pretty amazing. It's true. It attacked Ben, but I was very surprised on my own. Thank you, Lights Irrespective, for joining us on this adventure. Uh, please follow and subscribe on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon, or at least like us on iTunes. You can find us at Feats and Fables at all of these platforms. Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, as served by Roll20. Our maps are made in Incarnate. I think all the maps tonight were from Incarnate. Uh, the art for our NPCs is from the Hero Forge token generator. I'd like to thank our listeners and supporters, especially... Give it to us, Coda. Uh, tonight we had our followers from... Uh, I've lost my notes. Tales from Two Wolves, thank you for, for the follow. Uh, Brothers Flounder, thank you for the subscription. Yes! And Kurgosh. Thank you for the subscription as well. And to all of you who are contributing bits and channel points, thank you. Y'all keep our chat lively and interactive. Wouldn't do it without you. Absolutely. We love having you with us, chat. So please join us next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern time to see what happens next. And follow us to adventure. I missed that one. <laughs> 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 Bye, y'all. See ya.